It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's hit music station F104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by music and portrait photographer Ruth Medjbear. Hello, how are you? Hi Louise, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Good, thank you so much for joining us again. How are oh, it's you? It's my pleasure. I love that you say again because we chatted at the start of lockdown, didn't we? We did, at the very start when we thought it was only going to be three weeks or something. I know, <laughs> I, how naive we were. Oh, but I love this. So you brought out a new book, Twilight Together. Yes, Twilight Together, A Portrait of Ireland at Home. Yeah. I love this because you turned it around pretty quick, didn't you? Uh, yeah, the book was a bit of a whirlwind. Like I look back on that book now and I'm like, in any other year, it would have taken at least a year or two to yeah. make a book, to shoot a book like that and then to write the stories as well. But I did it all. I did all the shooting within three and a half months. I worked every single night and then I wrote the stories that go, go in it um, in about two weeks and then had to send to the printers two weeks later. So that's like so quick, quick unbelievably quick, quick. quick but I've never had a book before so for me it's just normal <laughs> it's gorgeous yeah, absolutely yeah absolutely but tell us where did the idea start for you I suppose um, so like the, for anyone who's listening that doesn't know what it is it's a, it's a book of portraits anyway with mm-hmm. people at home shot through their windows kind of framed by their window frame at twilight and I actually, I studied photography in college and I had a, I had a, an idea back then it's a full of ideas that never mm-hmm. go anywhere but I had an idea back then wouldn't it be nice to photograph people um, at home through their windows? Yeah. And like that idea came to me out walking the dog. Yeah, I'm one of those really horrifically nosy people that likes to go, like have a good gawk into people's houses when they have the big light on at night time. Do you know when, you, when you're looking by and you're just like, oh my God, they've got all their lights on. What, what are they doing? What are they up to? What's I their actually house? love like, that you call it the big light because that's exactly how my mom would explain it. Wait, wait, yeah. Why do you have that on and not have the curtains drawn? <laughs> yeah, why do you have the big light on? Like, oh, here we've turned the big light on. Do you know the hardest thing about this project was persuading people to turn the big light on we have such an aversion to such the big light thing, isn't it? <laughs> I was like god stop the neighbours can see everything you're doing but like I was one of those neighbours kind of going oh look that's really interesting you wanted to see yeah I know and then during lockdown obviously it was like a devastating lockdown one yeah. devastating time for a lot of us and I had lost my job um, as a music photographer and I couldn't even go into my own portrait studio because I couldn't couldn't be near people so mm-hmm. I was like I was really really lonely and really desperate and just kind of terrified of it all like a lot of people were and um, 
the kind of days turned into weeks and I was sitting here and I'm not good with not having nothing to do. Like I'm really, I'm a really fidgety person. I need to be working. Um, normally on tour, I'd be working seven days a week and I love it. And that's mm-hmm. when I thrive. You know, I'm just one of those ridiculously busy people. Um, and I just felt myself going into a really dark place because not having it to do so I started kind of challenging myself and giving myself really weird tasks with the camera (laughs) you know go take pictures when I'm out walking the dog and stuff and then your dog needs a shout out the dog's gorgeous yeah big shout out to Leia Princess Leia being eight years old best friend (laughs) nothing else they need to follow you for her her content she's gorgeous I know she's the fluffiest dog in the world and the reason that all of my black clothes are covered in white stuff but sure (laughs) look I love her never change her um, and she's actually she features in the book twice she's the last portrait in the book when it's me and her and I've also I picked her up from um, my ex who kind of, we co-share the dog like and he that. he was minding her when I was run ragged all across Ireland doing these portraits so I when I picked her up I did a portrait to two of them in their window and then one of me and her in our window but sure look I'm getting away from it uh, <laughs> the idea came back to your question the idea came from I was sitting at home in my apartment on my own with the dog and and I was noticing across the courtyard that everyone was turning their big lights on. Mm. And I just remembered that everybody is in our everybody in Ireland is being told the same thing. Stay at home, Bonawalia, don't leave your house, whatever. And I was like, Oh, maybe this is a good time to resurrect that idea I had shelved like ten years yeah. ago for being you know, the the idea back then was pointless, like it was a lovely <laughs> aesthetic to have people in their window, but sure there was nothing but pure voyeurism attached to it. But now that idea suddenly had a lot of weight and a lot of importance and uh off I went and did a tester with some friends of mine and I kind of realised that you know, this picture, it meant a lot to me because mm. I was kind of like the lonely person looking in and it was all that I wanted was to be in these houses and stuff. And I just went for it. I went to hell for leather and um, it was it kind of overnight, it turned into this big thing where it wasn't just important to me, but it was important to other people. There was people watching my Instagram from like, they were doctors in hospitals in New York and Irish doctors and they were like reaching out to me going, I'm loving the series. I just wanted to tell you, I, I, I catch up with your Instagram on my break and we're in a really bad place here, but it's nice to know everyone in Ireland is being tucked away nice and safe. And I kind of just Aww. thought, I know it broke my heart. Like, and that on top of the 400 overnight emails in my inbox of people asking to be part of this. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I'm going to have to give this project a little bit more thought and attention because people want it. People want to be involved and they want mm-hmm. me to do it. So I went for it and every single day, I have three and a half months I travelled up and down Ireland because it couldn't be just a Dublin thing it had to be a country thing absolutely everywhere (laughs) and I loved it I put a lot of miles on the road all by myself because you know obviously I was travelling alone and there was no hotels open so I was driving down to Cork West Cork and then I'd do the pictures and I'd get back in the car around midnight and then I'd drive back to Dublin and I'd repeat the whole thing day after day and it was just worthwhile you know it was just kind of I felt like I was doing something useful for a change and I felt like I'd, I'd kind of got my sense of self-worth back and I I just, I felt good doing it as well yeah. because people were loving it. I was rocking up to people's windows and <laughs> they were using it as an excuse to get dressed that day, yeah, you know. There's somebody coming to the house. <laughs> there's somebody coming to the window, you know, so they're digging out the hair straighteners and putting on like one woman was like oh wait I have to put my mascara on and I'm like you are crazy if you think I'm going to see mascara through a pane of glass standing all the way over there your camera's like... that good Ruth <laughs> <laughs> well people really enjoyed it yeah. and I, I felt it was 
you know, I felt it was kind of important and not just to document like um, my friends and people that I knew, but to like document like all of Ireland. So all different types of people kind of made it into the book. Like, so I was very aware that if it was going to be all Ireland, it had to be all the races who live yeah. in Ireland, all the ethnicities, the cultures, the different types of personalities, you know, whether they're artistic or academic. And then, you know, just be really, really cautious then of everybody. And, you know, so and I tried my best to do it. And, yeah, like, and I suppose oh. in Ireland as well, we have all different types of families, you know, they kind of range in size and types and, you know, so it, you've covered it all, really. I tried to, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, so, I mean, like and then I also with the stories because there's 45 little stories yeah. in there and I love the reports I'm getting back from people like someone just tweeted me there from Edinburgh this morning and she couldn't get past page number 12 because she kept crying oh. <laughs> like, oh stop you're gonna kill me <laughs> but like it is like the book is a wee bit of a kind of a, a roller coaster of emotions um because I wanted it to mimic lockdown and lockdown yeah. was that you know what I mean we had our good bits and our really really bad bits yeah. and the book acknowledges all that I do go into the happy bits where people are popping champagne and coming to the window like dolled up to the nines and then you know the people who have babies during lockdown and whatever but then I also do kind of um give time to acknowledge the the grief and the sadness and the trauma that a lot of us went through during this and the sacrifices that a lot of people have made and are still making, you know? So there's a lot of those stories in there as well. Um, But if anything, like it just, it's supposed to just serve as a little document of 2020 for us to kind of look at and go, wow, that was a mad year. (laughs) What the hell did we go through during absolutely, yeah, months? Yeah, the collective kind of trauma and experience that we all had. Yeah, but you can see the, I suppose, maybe joy or light in the faces of the people in the light, in the photos that you've taken. Yeah, like a lot, like like a lot of the time, you do see it, and you see the little bit, little bit of hope in their faces yeah. and the happiness, and because this is what I think, right? The pandemic took an awful lot from us. Um, you know, it took loved ones from people. It took it essentially took my career at the start mm-hmm. and I was I was devastated and everywhere that we were seeing photographs and representations of the pandemic and the crisis it was all really negative it was all like god this is what we've we've been devastated and this is what it took from us but I think what I tried to keep in my head while shooting this and writing this was okay the pandemic took an awful lot from us but also gave us an opportunity to stay home and I hope that a lot of the time it was a happy home for many people and like it gave us that time to reflect it definitely gave me an awful lot of time to figure out some stuff for myself and figure out what kind of person I am and I don't think I would have got that big block of time Mm -hmm. at any other period in my life so in a way I'm grateful for that yeah. Now, you know, that's to oversimplify the pandemic, really. But, uh, you know, it's I guess I'm just trying not to dwell on the grief of it all and just kind of look forward to what's next and, yeah. and to remember somewhat the good bits that we went through as well. Yeah, it's like we all have to take something from it, I suppose, because we've all yeah. kind of given up so much. And as yeah. you say, some have given up even more, have had to you know walk away from things but you know we have to if we can take something away from it but I think that you you gave these people that bit of spark and light and joy that night that you arrived at their house to take their photos oh, oh but listen come here it was equal like I mean the I've the exhibition that I'm opening in December hopefully now with all the restrictions and stuff yeah. if I can but it's called Grog a solace love and light right because 
every time I walked away from one of those windows, I was a little bit happier. I felt like I was kind of, they were just basking me in the warmth and love mm. and, and like physically the light of their homes was shining on me. And like I was, I was in a very dark place, but doing these shoots every night and bouncing from window to window and like hearing all these lovely stories and all the kind words and stuff it was filling me back up again and it was sending me back on a journey that I I could cope with again so I definitely I don't know if the people in the book there's 499 lovely people in the book 150 houses I don't think if they'll ever understand what they did for me by allowing me to photograph them and allowed me to share their stories because it really and truly was like a crutch for me during all this like it's great that I suppose it's human interaction really at the base of it isn't it it's all god yeah and we all crave it don't we like yeah and I think we've all noticed that kind of more so now in the last few months because actually I find myself going I miss people I miss just being around people and just having a chat I miss new people I miss having a conversation yeah (laughs) you know what I mean when you know when you go to the the bar at the pub like and I used to love going and getting around in and I'll be talking to someone beside yeah, me and I'm fine. and I come back to the table I'll be just like but guys this is John I just <laughs> met him at the bar he's going to join us because he's on his own and now he's our new best friend <laughs> like, yes, <those laughs> I times. miss that yeah. yeah but we will get it back we will but you are as you say you're going to have like a pop-up shop that will open up December I hope so. It's called The Living Room and it's in the Dean Art Studios on Harcourt Street. And I've I've basically designed a gallery to look like a really comfortable living room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to invite people in one household at a time or whatever way the restrictions work then. Mm-hmm. And they can sit down, I'll put the kettle on or I'll mm-hmm. open a bottle of wine and they have like a half an hour to kind of just look around the space because in fact the wallpaper is all of the people in the book and then they'll just be able to kind of like take a moment take it all in you know so it's not like a cold kind of clinical gallery it's a warm space and I also wanted to give the people in the book a chance to come and uh, like you kind of acknowledge what they did as well and a chance who doesn't love seeing yourself in a gallery now in fairness (laughs) so hung up on a wall somewhere yeah so they can come in they can book a slot sit down have a look around and then the the pop-up shop will be open where they can buy books and prints and tote bags and all sorts of stuff as well yeah and it's a gorgeous setting because I was watching it when you did your live stream launch and it does literally look like a sitting room I know it looks like like the sitting room of my dreams (laughs) but uh, it was all furnished by Ikea thankfully like they were like oh yeah we'll do that no bother and then Accenture helped us as well and I was just like oh lads the kindness of strangers I'm loving this but so yeah it's just a fantastic cozy space and it's hard to leave in the evening (laughs) I can imagine yeah but it must be nice to see all this work that's gone into it now in a book but also hanging up on the walls yeah that's it's kind of a big thing and I love like the only people that I've had in are those that have performed on the live streams because of course I have this space that I opened to coincide with the book launch Mm -hmm. but then you know restrictions so I had to change again or pivot that magic word and now I just did a series of live streams and invited in people to perform who have otherwise lost their stage you know like the poets and musicians and the DJs and stuff who would normally be out there touring and promoting their work they suddenly have nowhere to promote it so I said do you know what I have the space I have the 
the streaming equipment, come on in here and we'll do it. So they've all been coming in over the last few weeks, you know, very distantly and stuff. And yeah. uh, just seeing their faces when they look around, they're like, I can't believe this. I was like, actually, neither can I. <laughs> it's probably only going to be a couple of months down the road when you're looking at the book going, oh my God, what just happened? You know? Oh yeah, like I catch up on my life about six months later. <laughs> so I, I photographed them, the pyramid stage at Glastonbury, uh, the last Glastonbury that was on. And that to me is like the dream dream job like yeah. highlight of my music career loved it can't believe it but then it was about six months after I was driving down the road and I was like oh my god did I just do that like <laughs> honestly and then I went to got a tattoo to celebrate so I'm booked in to get uh, a twilight together little crescent shaped moon tattoo in oh, January <laughs> to oh, celebrate wow. this <laughs> yeah. just, to, just to make sure it's printed just, there to just see. to make sure to keep me in check to go okay you did something that's good acknowledge that now move on and get on with the rest of your life <laughs> amazing I love that idea so Twilight Together Portraits of Ireland at Home it is published by Doubleday Ireland and it's available everywhere thank you so much it's brilliant thanks for the vlog I love it cheers <laughs> thanks so much Ruth for joining us I really us. appreciate it thank you so much not at all chat to you soon cheers bye bye FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.